Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So you never had sex with someone without kissing? No. Are you I kidding did. me? You have? I did. Yeah. What do you, how did that come about? Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. And this is the ultimate podcast about the birds and the bees with a sex expert cougar mother. And her stand-up comic son, Cam. This is a great episode. Of course. Here we go again. I mean, this, it's a recap of, of the third date with this girl. Yeah. Talking and, about, you know, different fears that I have. That, that is Basically the cuckoo-ness that goes on in my son's head. Yeah, but I think that... Somebody. Yeah, as I'm kissing someone. I, I have a feeling that a lot of people are going to relate to this because I bet you a lot of people have the same cuckoo-ness. We get into talking about games, expressing interest to one another, the fear of, of hurting someone if if you decide you don't want to see them any longer. Yeah, it's a fear. It's a fear. And then the the capacity that you need to be able to be okay with hurting someone if that if it comes down to it. And we also are going to talk about sex. We're talking about sex specifically... Uh, there might be a little anecdote from my mother about having sex without making out prior. Without any kissing at all. How's that? So uh, we're going to talk about have, can you have sex with no love? Exactly. But work love. Okay. All right. Okay. With that. Anyway, stay tuned, guys. All right. Date number three. Done so. Date number three with, with the future llama. X. Miss X. Uh, right. Oh, X. I thought you meant you're already done with it. <laughs> no, X is her name. Oh, X. Yes, date number three with X. Let's hear it. We had a little uh, kiss and share. It was the agenda for the date, and that's what we did. Awesome. Was, it, was there a meal included? No meal included. It was just, uh, it was contentious. It was a little contentious because I thought we were going to go to a meditation class afterwards and uh, if that were the case, I wanted to see my friend who was in that side of town who was going to leave for the next few weeks instead mm. of sitting in silence. So <laughs> I, I Wait, said you this. You thought you were going to meditation. Do you, do you normally talk during meditation? What do you mean? No, no, that's what I'm saying. So she, I thought she, we were, the two of us were going to go to meditate, meditate yeah. and chill. That was the plan. Not Netflix and chill, meditate and chill. Okay. So we did the chill first and then I was like, okay, well, if you're going to go meditate, I'm going to go see this friend. Okay. And then we just kissed way too late in the evening. She missed the meditation class. And then I still had told this kid I was going to go see him for for dinner. Oh. So it was our first little, uh, oh. uh, what What do you mean to me? What, where, what am I obligated to? This type of yeah. thing. Oh, gotcha. All right. And how did you feel about it? Obviously anxious as fuck. Um, <laughs> I am. <laughs> 
sorry for laughing. <laughs> Didn't expect that response. Yeah. So, did you feel like you did something wrong because you voiced a concern that you wanted to see your friend? I mean, come on. What is it? Well, need I to... had kind of double booked myself. Then I was like, well, maybe we could do a double date where he goes with his girlfriend. I go with this girl. But then, but yeah, no, it it didn't work out. So, so I just ended, it was good. She was extremely compassionate. She was like, you gotta, you gotta do you, you, you know, you, you thought I was going to go to this meditation class and that makes sense. Yeah. And so this, you know, there, what's crazy is that with, at least for me, with the start of a relationship, there's so much anxiety because there's so much unknown. Yeah. I don't know how she's going to respond when I say I don't. I want to bail right. a meditation class. I don't it's know. So if... funny. It's so funny you say that because I remember at the beginning of my relationship with Dees that uh, we had this huge humongo fight because I thought he'd respond in a certain way the way your dad responded. But because he's a different person, he didn't respond that same way. Yeah. And it's like we don't know how the other person will respond if there's a conflict. Yes. Yeah. All right. So what did you determine? I, I determined – well, first of all – okay. So basically I was – Okay, here's here. Let me let me paint you the picture. Here we are. We're doing some some, you know, some making out. Doesn't go beyond make out for did the we, record. Wait, how far do we get with making out? There like, was just it. There was just the make out. That was it. Did you discuss this ahead of time, or did you just decide to go with what we had just talked about before that? Well, you know, this. Uh, she hadn't checked out the podcast. She wanted to wait for me uh-huh. to listen to the podcast. With her. With her. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I played her the clip that we had just recorded about... Which we haven't even aired yet? Well, we haven't aired it yet. She got a sneak peek. But it was all about kissing. So this is last week's episode. It was Uh all about kissing. And about whether how long you should kiss, when to escalate into the next step. And and, uh, we're listening to this together. Huh? Was it completely weird and awkward, or was it like comfortable? Very uncomfortable. I I was uncomfortable. I felt like it was super narcissistic to like sit there listening to your like a discussion that you I had with. It was not only narcissistic, but also very Wait. bizarre because it was a discussion I had with you about whether I should kiss this girl <laughs> or, or progress into sex or something. Yeah, but she was very under- understanding. She was like, "This is very good. I like that you share this." This, oh, yeah, and, uh, and she said she had the same exact discussion with a friend earlier that morning. About oh, the, wow. You know? And did she come up with the same solution? Let's just kiss for a while before we go into yes, the she was. Interview? Yes, she was very much oh, on the same right, page. On the same page. Cool. It was great. It was a great experience. And then it led to some kissing, which is great. And then you started feeling bad because of the meditation class. And then it, hold on, hold on, hold on. So before, okay. between, then, between that point, I, I realized, you know, when you're kissing someone... There's you're so intimate with them. Your head is like right up against theirs. So, I agree. So I vacillate between, you know, feeling completely in my head and having all these loud thoughts raging, some of them positive, some of them negative, and then having clear mind in my brain. I get that head rush where I feel like I have electricity running through my my frontal lobe, which so far <laughs> no one has been able to you know relate to. Uh, no, electricity meaning like it's just a very sexual feeling. Yeah, in my forehead. What's going on in there? Your forehead, your third eye. Yeah, some weird <laughs> shit going on. You know, it's just so funny that a lot of porn stars say that they would they prefer not or prostitutes, I should say, would prefer having sex over kissing. 
because yeah, kissing is that intimate. Yeah, it, there's something mm-hmm. extremely intimate about it. And right. and so I'm having these feelings. And so you the, never had sex with someone without kissing? No. Are you I kidding did. me? You have? I did, yeah. What do you, how did that come about? It was just like, well, like we talked about one of those things that, you know, you're with someone and you're having a good time, but you really hadn't thought about them sexually. It, was, so it goes back to the can you be friends and, you know, not uh-huh. have sex. And I don't know, somehow, and then we started, like, I, it, it's a little, it was, it, you know, it was an intimate thing, but at the bottom line is that I had no desire to kiss the guy. Wow. <laughs> well, I don't understand how It was how like that... getting your needs met without, like, getting intimate. Whoa. What was, what was the scenario? How did this even come up? Were you at a party? How did this? No, I was at a party having sex with some rando, not kissing him. No, it was, it was a situation. It was a situation. You don't want to share the situation? <laughs> situation that just for whatever reason was a friend type situation. And somehow the friend type situation ended up being, you know, first it was pleasing me. Then it was pleasing him. Then we decided, well, what the fuck at this point? We might as well fuck. But no, there was no intimacy in terms of nobody wanted to like be more than friends. And it was just, uh, it was rather, it was a weird thing because I haven't thought about it until just now. But it was like we, I had no desire to kiss. Wow. Because we weren't intimate. Wow. That is wild. Yeah. Yeah. See, I think I'm, a, I'm really, I don't know how I could say this, but I can separate love and sex. Very, I mean, I, I, I can't, I, I mean, there's got to be some sort of connection in general, but I don't think of sex as has to be this deeply passionate, like metaphysical, spiritual awakening. Well, the way so you I, do. I think, <laughs> it, no, I think I could eventually get to that point once I've had enough sex. Okay. But at this point. It is such a novel experience that there's so much meaning that goes on behind it. And so it's. I I don't know about that. You've had probably more sex than you're willing to admit because I know that you've had more sex than that. You've had more sex. It still feels very. um, You know, there's a lot of feelings associated with it. It's not just a. Yeah, I'm not saying there's. Okay, but the one that. Remember the one that. uh, You know, the ball breaker? Yeah. I mean, there was not a. There was no intimacy there. There was some. Well, that was the one night stand, and I, there was definitely some making out. I thought, that, you know, that's part of the passionate part of it. You know. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that that happens every time. I think that's the only time I could think of that happened with me, and it's not like I had so many partners. So just so you know, I, I mean, I haven't had like a million partners like that. And I can even say that, but this, like, I had like that that one or two one night stand that ended up being like that. I mean, I, I think that was the only time that ever happened that I didn't kiss the person. Yeah. Did, did that person comment on the fact that you hadn't made out or? No, no. That person was totally chill. Wow. Um, you know, it's interesting because I remember now really going backwards to when I was like first like heavy petting when I was like in like, well, I don't know how old, probably 15, 16 years old. And I was with this guy who I was totally not attracted to, puts his arm around me, starts feeling my boob in the car. And I'm like getting so into it. And I had zero desire for this guy. I mean, like, it was like he was like a nerd. But I just couldn't stop it because it felt so good. Mm-hmm. And there was no kissing him at all. And then the next day I was like, I don't want to be around this dude. Yeah. And he's like, I don't get that. Why do you not want to be around me? But yesterday you were like, let me feel your boob. And I'm like, yeah, because I felt good. Oh, wow. <laughs> But I think I'm kind of always this way. I don't know, I don't know if I'm like no, weird for, for I, a female. Maybe I think females are supposed to be more like wanting more of an intimate relationship than men. Well, They're I, able to separate easier. I but. can definitely relate to this experience. I mean, I've been we dealt with this a lot with Nina Hartley when when she's coming yeah. on to me. She's coming on to me. <laughs> I'm not even that. You know, I, I, 
she wasn't my cup of tea, to be honest. I mean, she's much, yeah. much older than me. She doesn't, yeah. she, you know, just she's, wasn't her thing. Okay, but go on. And yet she's, you know, I just, her offer to mentor me and then she's making out with my ear. Of course, I'm going to be aroused by all that. Yeah, yeah. So and it's you, the same you know, sort of thing. If it had worked out, you probably would have had. Of course. Uh, I could uh, easily have sex with her. Yeah. Very easily. Okay. Okay. Anyway, should we steer back on track about the situation? Let's go right back to the, the situation. Okay, so I'm experiencing. So so the whole time she, you know, throughout this whole, these first week and a half that we've been seeing each other, or however long this has been, there's been a lot of open expression of interest. She's very vocal about how she likes me. And That's awesome. I felt I was doing the same. Okay. And it, it, and so there's there were no games, zero games. About that. And part of me was like jarred by the the whole feeling of no games. Uh huh. And then I was like, I was like, why is this jarring to me? And I realized it's jarring because by telling me that she's so interested in me, and me responding it to in the same sort of way, I'm opening myself up to the possibility of a being hurt by her. Mm-hmm. You know, if if it, if things don't end up working out and we don't want to be committed to one another, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or I am very likely to hurt her if yeah. if, if it doesn't work out, and that is that freaks me the fuck out. Why? How I don't want to hurt her. Are you kidding me? Okay, okay. First of all, like that's isn't that part of any relationship being in a situation where you might end up yes. hurting or being hurt? And guess what? You know. He, the heart does heal and you know and i'm not saying that i know but it's scary as fuck. a certain amount of years it's even harder obviously people going through divorce things like that um but you can't obviously stay with someone either just because you don't want to hurt them yeah so so i think it's just inherent to any relationship that you might hurt somebody and you know what that's the risk you take by getting involved and so when I'm I'm making out with her, this is all I'm thinking about. I mean, I'm thinking about all the great things. I mean, she I, I mean she looks like I, I she looks beautiful. I, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about how compassionate she is, how we're able to operate and have these really profound conversations. And at Sounds the same like time, a phenomenal relationship. Phenomenal relationship. At the same time, I'm like, oh my fucking god! Now, if that if I like her this much, what is going to happen? Is down the line, I have, I end up deciding we don't we we don't belong together, or, or vice versa. Then there's pain. It, it, that pain freaks me the fuck out. And this is literally okay. going on as my face <laughs> is a centimeter away from hers. Okay. You know, the, 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 there's a poster when I was growing up. It said, it's better to have loved than lost than to never have loved at all. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. the bottom line is you just have to, like, let those thoughts go away because everybody, no matter what happens, eventually heals. Yeah. The worst divorce ever. The worst pain. People have cheated on each other and, and Made and hurts people so badly, but they all heal. Yeah, yeah. Look at you. You broke up with a girl, and she ended up marrying the guy that she, you know, the. the it was a miracle. It was a miracle yeah. of miracles. It was a miracle, but I mean, so I just think you have to like be a risk taker at some point. I know. So then, so I, I kind of realized. So basically, all of this started coming out. <laughs> all of this anxiety. It's so funny. It's so funny how certain people can be like that. What. I don't know. I just like I would just go for something, you know, because I'm a very impulsive person, and you think much deeper. And it's just funny how we're so different. Because I would never think, oh, well, what if this doesn't work out? I might hurt somebody. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I do, but I give little shits because the bottom line is, it's like 
you know, you can't live your life always fearful that something may not work out in the future. Right, you got to right. live for right here and now. Right, 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 right. Well, I know and that. I know that. The power of a, uh, when you're in a relationship, I always find it interesting that one minute you think, oh, I've got all the control. And the next minute it's the other person has the control. And, that, you, know, uh, you know, all that, that not sure where you're at. Yeah. It, it, it vacillates. Well, so that's where the games come in. Yeah, and in I mean, your games life, allow you to do that. You know, you once asked me when you were growing up, like, I don't get it. It's like if everyone needs a challenge, then eventually when you get to the person, you get that person to like you or to, to be into you, then there's no challenge, and then you end up breaking up because there's no challenge. Mm-hmm. And I remember you saying that to me, which is really ironic because now you're almost the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> well, like saying, well, now there's no challenge, and I'm worried that I may break up with the person because I get it, lost interest, and then I'm going to hurt the person. Yeah, it's a di- yeah, it's a different neurosis. Great, this is good. But so, I think the bottom line with with all this stuff is that um, there has to be a certain amount of of not game playing, but a, a challenge. You know, yeah, so you don't why to, do you think you there needs to be, to be a, a challenge? Format. I mean, you don't want to be like you know so needy that can turn anybody off. Like, you know, if you're just always, like, I know so many people that have had guys that are like, oh, my God, he calls 24 hours a day, and he's texting, and he's, you know, calling her beautiful, and it's just, like, enough already. It's almost, like, nauseating, you So, know? first of all, how do you know the line when you when you start, I told this girl she looked beautiful, I'm, now, is that too much? Do I, is that... Over and over, I was like, oh, my God, stop. Oh, you pay. Okay. No, no, one time is not, no, everybody wants to hear that. There's not a person on the planet that does not want to hear a beautiful compliment like that. Okay. All right. So you're saying, okay, I get your point. I just feel like you just, there's a balancing act that it's just, you just got to kind of sense it. You know, you got to sense like, am I, am I being like, is it too much? Like you were saying, like, well, well, we went out like two times in a week. It was a too much to ask her for the third time and then trying to figure out, you know, and you asked her, you said, Hey, is it too much if I ask you out for the third date? Yeah. Yeah. Week. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like being on a teeter totter. Yes. One time you're up and then you're down, and then you're up and then you're down. It's hard to balance it out. Yeah. Even now, my own relationship. Really? It's like, yeah. Sometimes I feel like, you know, I'm I'm much more in uh, into it than he is, and vice versa. You know, sometimes it's like, you know, it goes it goes up and down. Not as dramatically, obviously, as people at the beginning of a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the beginning, you really have no idea. You. Right. That's the thing is, I think. Just keep it in perspective that it is, I, you know, my trimester theory, and it is the first trimester of a relationship. Yeah. The first trimester is like the honeymoon period, and everyone is like, oh, my God, this is like the most phenomenal person on the planet, and they don't see any red flags. And, you know, and obviously anybody that's human has red flags, except for me, of course. No, I'm just kidding. But everybody has those, like, issues, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you get into the second trimester when you realize what those issues are and whether or not you can work on them and whether, you know, they're really, you know, they do the pros out with the cons. And then in the last trimester, obviously, is if, you know, that's when you decide, well, do I want to continue with this person or do I, you know, right. move on. Right, right, right. Well, I'm very much in the first trimester given that this is the first well, week. I, and so is she. Yeah, and so it's very good. I, it's, a, it's a weird experience for me. It's very weird. And it's very exciting. Well, this is different. This is different than the other relationships, the long-term relationships you've had. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yes. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. This is a, so that's good. This is a new thing. And what's what's interesting is that I'm able to express these thoughts that are usually ju- I'm just stuck with in my head. Mm-hmm. You know, in the... In, you know, 
obviously you feel a trust level with her that you haven't in the past. Yeah, yeah. And, and she's very receptive. Like she's receptive and she's not going to shut you down and make fun of you and embarrass you or judge you or whatever negative thoughts that you have about not expressing yourself. Exactly. And, it would be, I wonder if the podcast helped with that. Totally. So the podcast has definitely helped me with this. I mean, I figured, I mean, day one, it was very evident. I didn't really hold anything back from her because I'm like, well, she could find out all of my secrets just by listening to this fucking podcast. Yeah. And as opposed to like early on with um, like Amber, when right. you went on a date and you didn't even know where you stood, you didn't know if it was a date or not. Right, right. In, would you, in I fact, wonder, would you have done something different now with her? Would you have like come right out and said, is this a date or not? <laughs> Yeah, now I would. I mean, I did for this one. She actually, after the first date, she was like, "Wait a minute, is this a date?" And mm-hmm. because I was being, I told you, I was being so open with her. Yeah, right. Uh, she thought it might have just been friend zoning. Yes, she thought. Well, he just clearly doesn't th- care that much about me, if or like he's not so concerned about my opinion of him if he's being this candid. Yeah, you know what's so funny because I always said, like, way before this podcast and way before I even like when I was married, and I remember when I told you that I was just friends with your dad first. And I always said that it's way better to be friends first and then have something sexual happen than the other way around. Yeah. You know, just it's it's great. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, this podcast has definitely helped me. You know, it's pushed me to open up on a weekly basis, which makes me it makes it easier when I'm with a new person to open up very quickly. Yeah. I wonder why it's easier to be friends first. And I'd like to know from the listeners, is it better to be friends first? Because you, you inevitably, why are you why are we more open with friends than well, we are with lovers? Well, I think you get scared of, of being the, the, the lovers. Yeah. 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 And which, which is exactly why the downside of not playing games is that you, you're you risking this the rejection. But what, what, what's the difference, though? If, you re, if someone rejects you knowing all your warts and all flaws or, or not you know, knowing that stuff? Yeah. Well, it's, what, it's much more it painful. It's much more painful when you're like, this is who I really am. Do you like it? And they're like, yeah. no. <laughs> well, you know what's funny? Because I did go on that one date when Dee's and I broke up, and I remember the guy saying to me, like, oh, your kids live in L.A.? I can see us living in L.A. And I'm thinking, what the fuck is wrong with you? We're ever on a first date. Why are, yeah. you, why are you talking about us living in L.A.? Yeah, so it's kind of interesting how, I mean, it's a, it's a balancing act. It's, it's like, it's, it is a dance. Who is going to express that much interest, as much interest? Right. And then, like, you kind of want to open up around this at the same but I rate. I think it's also like confidence too. If you have a lot of confidence in yourself, you give you don't really care. Totally. It's like if it does if it's not meant to work out, it's not meant to work out. Totally. And I mean, I don't think you should tell every detail, but you know, I feel like you should be pretty open about like yourself. Just be yourself. If you're not yourself, then you're probably not going to get the guy or the girl to be interested in you in the right. future. You've got to be yourself. And What's that, the point? What's the point of putting on an act? Yeah, I agree. And this is kind of the first time I really feel a real like a like very much myself went around her and so any i mean to the point where i literally was telling her i'm experiencing a lot of fear that i'm gonna hurt you and she i mean she asked me like why what are you thinking about like and then i was like yeah why are you in the corner like pulling your hair out (laughs) and i was like i really am concerned about hurting you and then she was like well you might hurt me that's very possible and then i have to deal with whatever and so and, and then i and, and then, even that she said that is totally cool. Totally chill. And then and then I felt so much calmer after that discussion. And I told her. I've, but you're I, not responsible for somebody else's like pain. You're I mean, not. You, I think the reality is that I might cause pain and that's okay. 
Yeah. And I have to be, with the territory. I have to learn to be okay with causing pain in other people. Right. I mean, you shouldn't go out searching to cause pain, but if it happens as a result of a, a relationship that you tried and then didn't work out, then that's okay. Well, the truth is, it's the more loving thing to do because if it, yeah. to, if and I were stay to, with somebody and just to yes. lead them on and gradually, you know, move away or what are you so much do? worse? It's it's that huh. is actually the more painful and that creates even more suffering than just cutting things off. If they... I got another question. Okay. And this is on a first date question. Cause I've always had a really difficult time with this is so that you go on a date with someone and you're having, you know, a really good discussion. Cause if you're on a date with me, I'm going to be very personable and attentive and a lot of fun to be with because I'm a very <laughs> personal, fun person. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and so most times if a guy is with me, he's going to have a good time and he's going to want to ask me out again because I have a lot of confidence and I'm not, I'm not being conceited. I'm just saying I happen to be a lot of fun. You are. I can okay. concur. All right. So my problem is then if I'm not feeling the same back, but I'm always acting like I am because I don't want to hurt this person mm. and act like they're boring and act like they're just not for me. And I know mm. right away because I know within 30 seconds, no, five seconds, if I'm even attracted to the person. If they walk in my house and I'm like, ugh, then I'm stuck for the rest of the night, but I'm still going to entertain like I'm, you know. So do you, A, stop the date like 15 minutes into it realizing this is not going to work out, or B, go to the whole date, and then when he says you want to go out again, you say, um, uh, I'll let you know. Or, yeah, I'll go out again, like I do all the time, like bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go out with you again. And then I end up, like, saying, oh, guess what? I got back with my ex. Are you telling you me know, that there's bullshit. there's never been a time when you initially were not attracted to someone and then suddenly throughout the date you grew more and more attracted to them? Okay, so I, I, I will look at them from all angles. Like, okay, maybe from this side he's good looking. Or maybe from that mm-hmm. side he's not missing a tooth. Okay. Or, or, so you, know, you give I'm, him the I'm benefit like, of the doubt. I'm trying really hard to, like, find something redeeming. But it it <laughs> He's a tooth? Yeah, I'm like why really? couldn't you? you got so much money? Why is there a missing tooth on the side of your oh, face? Okay, there? okay. It's disgusting. <laughs> you know, or or it's like why wouldn't you if you've got all that money at least have your teeth whitened? Okay, okay? these are very okay, okay, go on. I'm a superficial person when it comes to that kind of stuff. Okay. So I like a clean person. Okay. All right. So anyway, but the point is yes, I'll give that second date to try to see if I can make something work. But usually, if I've got to push myself, it ain't going to work. Right, right. That's well, what I'm saying. So, I mean, it's better to be friends first because then you can, like, develop into something without any kind of sexual overtones. And then if the end, and then usually then you might get something. Well, in this, Not- in this situation, I wouldn't say we're friends first. I think it immediately went, skipped right to romance. Yeah, that's what happened with me and D's as well. So, um, so I don't yeah. know. Well, I actually didn't think of him as, like, attractive until we started kissing, and then I did find him attractive. All right. <laughs> so the whole thing I'd I like think to ask you can, that... I think you can – I don't, I don't even think this answer is worthwhile or, or this question is worthwhile because I think there's just so many different ways to enter a relationship. Yeah, but is it better to be friends first or not? All right. You can ask the question. I'll I, ask the questions. All right. I want to finish my my check-in. So basically, I expressed to her that I was experiencing this anxiety. She made me much more calmer by saying it's okay. And then there was a moment where I was like, oh, my God, she saw the craziness that's in my brain, and she's okay with it. Yeah. And that was such a huge relief. Why? Do you feel like most people think you're just nuts? I think a lot of the time I'm just going around trying trying to hide that fucking crazy. Really? Because I think it's an unflattering trait of mine 
Yeah, but to, I mean, to you... have fear and to express fear, that's unflattering. I don't know why. I think it shows weakness. It, it doesn't sure, show weakness. Well, in fact, I do think it is. I, I think it that, shows sensitivity that you care about another person. It shows sensitivity, but I should be able to handle the idea. I, I, and I'm trying to grow this capacity to, to be able to handle the idea that I might cause pain by getting close to someone. That in, in it, it will require a lot of strength to do that. And okay. so to suggest that, you know, Right now, this is something that I don't currently, it's not my strong suit, and she's okay with it. That's a big thing. You may never have to, ha- you may never have to exercise that uh, superpower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, maybe this is just going to be it. You guys are, you have a great relationship. It's on a, it's on a good start. Maybe this is going to be your lamo. All right. Relax. Relax. Relajate mut. Oh, relax. Okay. Right. Well, anyway, it it definitely sounds like it, it's a lot very effortless. Uh, you know, good start. So far, so good. You know, who like know, who knows who knows what's what we're going to learn about each other. That, and uh, I don't know how it, the relationship is going to change over time. But right now, all I can say is things are going well. Okay. With and that, don't forget. Don't know what you say. Use condoms. No glove, no love. I thought you were going to say, you know what they say, you got the birds and the bees and the flowers, and now you say, no glove, no love? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. And speaking of uh, no glove, no love, anybody that uh, wants to send us an email telling us that they've uh, they've uh, signed up and wrote a review of, on iTunes about sex talk with my mom, we'll get a customized condom from yours truly, oh, Karen wow. Lee Potter. That's very generous Son. of you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just all you gotta do is email us at sextalkpodcast at gmail dot com. It's easy. You, you can also send us any questions or comments through text message anonymously by texting us at three two three four seven two four two three seven. With that yeah. Adios. Hasta la vista. Love you, baby. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees. Doing a Hawaiian motif today. 